Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. It is Sunday. Hopefully you're having a good weekend. Uh, I'm Simon Scholes, founder and creative director of Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency. And we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media, be it video, animation, aerial photography, graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. Um, we take them all the way through the whole creative process. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not all small businesses had a budget set aside for having content created on a regular basis for their social media. But as we all know, consistency is key to having an audience grow on your social media platforms. So I wanted to try and help as many people as possible understand what they could do themselves for free. What could you do yourself that won't cost you a penny, but will cost you time? Turned it into a book. It went to number one on Amazon, How to Nine Times Your Social Media. You can download it for free right now on the link in the description box below. Um, but what I want to do is just try and help as many people get creating content. I've been doing live videos about this. I do daily content about it. The podcast goes out all the time. I've got stuff on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, everywhere. Just trying to get you on that content creation journey. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. So, I want to... Uh talk tonight about scheduling tools and um, this is something I've spoken about in the past we're going to talk about it again now there are a lot of scheduling tools that are available for you to use and I am not going to put a downer on any of them I'll be honest with you I think they're fantastic tools they're amazing however they have a time and a place scheduling tools can be a little bit of a problem can be very problematic in fact, for content on different platforms. The reason of this being is that when you post from an external website through scheduling, be it any of the big names, the Hootsuites, the Buffers, the Tailwinds, the Laters, whoever it might be, when you post from one of those particular sites, a little hyperlink appears just at the top and where it says posted by. And rather than saying posted by Simon Scholes, and so they're not being a hyperlink there because it's my content on my channel and my stream that it's been posted from it's been posted from somebody else so it puts a little hyperlink in there so people can click on it and go to that website the problem being is that the platforms that we all use and we all know see that hyperlink and then go well hang on a minute we've got you on facebook at the moment and we don't want you leaving facebook so there's a hyperlink there to take you away from facebook right well we're going to to punish this piece of content in the algorithm and not allow as many people to see it as we normally would do. And that way, your content gets pushed down people's feeds, and unless they're scrolling for ages, you generally don't get found, which is why scheduling tools are great at what they can do, but you have to be careful how you're using them. So for me, personally, I don't really use scheduling tools all that much, except when I'm maybe going on holiday or with certain bits of content going on our regular basis on things like Twitter, where you don't necessarily get punished for using external shed tool. Um, for example, the problem being is that basically if a platform has the ability to do something that you want to do, they want you to use that ability. So Facebook don't like you to put links to YouTube videos because Facebook can have native video stored on Facebook. So why would they want you putting on YouTube and putting a link to YouTube back on the Facebook website? because they don't want that. They want you to use YouTube and YouTube Watch to store your content rather than YouTube. Um, they want you to use Facebook and Facebook Watch rather than using YouTube. 
get my words in the right order. And that's the same with scheduling. Why would they Facebook be happy with you using something like um, Hootsuite or Buffer or Later when they have Facebook Manager? So you can schedule content using Facebook Manager. You can't do it within a post directly anymore. They changed fairly recently. You were able to initially on Facebook, the platform, on your phone app, and also on the, the computer, were able to type in a piece of content and go, I want to actually out later rather than right now because i think it'll work better okay so you wanted to schedule and you would schedule it you can't do that anymore you can still schedule but you have to use facebook manager to do that so you have to either download the on your phone or you have to go to facebook manager as a page on your laptop or on your desktop instead so it's still there as an ability you just have to go and find it but assume that because Hootsuite has it all built in, that that's the place to be doing it. You need to basically do it on Facebook natively because they have the ability to do scheduling on their software. So don't basically just don't use somebody else. However, there is a bit of a caveat on this. If you are going on holiday and you don't want to spend hours upon hours upon hours scheduling content in different places because there's native on Facebook, later for Instagram and then you can use Hootsuite for LinkedIn and for Twitter and all that kind of stuff. If you don't want to do that and you've done a little bit of testing and you've not seen such a huge drop-off, you will still see you will see a drop-off in the amount of interaction your content gets if you're using a scheduling tool. But if you've not seen a huge amount of drop-off because you don't get that amount of interaction in the first place, then do it all in one place doesn't matter. If you're going on holiday, do it all in one place. If you're at home and you're not going anywhere, it's only going to take you an extra 10 minutes or so to schedule via Facebook and then put it onto Hootsuite as well. So suck it up and do it. But if you're going on holiday and you've kind of got other things you want to get sorted, then do it all on Hootsuite, do it all on Buffer, what have you, and absolutely fine and dandy. Now, the free versions of these platforms will allow you to do two or three um, particular platforms of scheduling then you have to pay to do more. Um, like I say, you will get punished for using things like Hootsuite Buffer and all the others that are out there. However, there is one other platform that you can pay for that is a scheduling tool for Instagram that actually is quite liked by Instagram because it's partly owned and programmed by the guys at Facebook and days later. So if you are looking to schedule your content for Instagram, Tailwind's brilliant. I love it. It can really help, but again, it's an external piece of software. Later is not, and I've known people who've done testing on this and not seen really any drop-off in the amount of likes or the amount of interaction that the content gets by posting through later to posting directly at the time on Instagram. So if you want to share on Instagram, later it's all to be taking a look at and i will put a link to that in the section below so you can go check it out on the phone it's also a piece of software on your computer as well uh, you'll need to know all your log details because it obviously wants to connect to it and i know when i tried to do it i was like oh crap i can't remember my password so i had to reset my password and all that kind of stuff but it's a great tool to be using and that's kind of it with scheduling really is they are great tools to use and they make life a whole lot easier but you've got to be a little bit careful about what content it is that you are scheduling and what stuff you're actually going to put out live and how you're scheduling certain stuff. Facebook have it native to their platform. 
use Facebook Manager to natively schedule your content. Don't use an external piece of software. But if you're putting out, for example, the top 10 tips, and you've got 10 tips and you just go around on a rotation over and over and over again, why wouldn't you use something like Hootsuite or Buffer to just basically put them out every single day so you've got that piece of content going out on a regular basis without having to think about it? Because it doesn't really hits it doesn't really matter too much on Twitter, like I say, because Twitter doesn't necessarily punish so much for external links. Um, so th- there's a lot to it. There's a lot to think about with scheduling. And if you are struggling to kind of get a grasp of what I've said about scheduling, drop me a line. We can have a one to one and have a chat through it or something like that, um, and I can help you understand it a little bit more. But basically, what I'm saying is, don't do it using an external site. Use the native platforms if they're available. Later is a paid-for platform, but great for Instagram because it's partly owned by Facebook and Facebook own Instagram. And all the others, you use them for content that doesn't really matter whether it gets a huge amount of interaction. You just want it going out on a regular basis or onto platforms like Twitter. Hopefully that kind of kind of explains it a little bit. And there's, like I said, load that helps you out just a little bit just a smidgen and let's have a quick look see who's joined us today we've got old viking who's joined us also the sports company have joined us as well so thank you very much to you guys for uh, joining us on instagram live uh, all we've got Evis from ross brook in newbury uh, whose birthday it is today so can i get a shout out for my birthday you can just make sure you save me a piece of cake to go with my coffee thank you very much but happy birthday chris don't look a day over 60 um so yeah, no, it's um happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Hope it- it's a weird time to have a birthday. I've most of my family have had birthdays during this period of time. The only ones who haven't so far are myself and Max and my mum. My mum's is next month. Max is in October, and then I'm in January. So we'll see. But um, yeah, it's been a- it's been a weird time to have a birthday. So hopefully, it's been a good one for you, Chris. Uh, if you've got any questions at all that you would like to ask. Whatever platform you're watching on this evening, make sure you stick your question to the comments. Uh, I will do my best to answer as many of them as I can do before we come to a close tonight. Um, we've got a few questions to go through, so I'm going to start going through these. They are Some of them are a little bit um, repetitive. They are questions that I've been asked before, um, but these are new people viewing, so I'm going to answer their question for them. Uh, so Paul has asked the question on email, as an artist, what... Can I do to grow my audience on social media? So, Paul, obviously, I've not seen the content you're creating, but I've been asked this question quite a lot by artists fairly recently, and well, over the last few months. And it all boils down to: What are you doing? Are you showing your artwork, or are you showing the process you go through? So many people love that element of BTS behind the scenes. It's why things like vlogs do really well on YouTube, and it's why programs like Big Brother and Love Island and all the other reality TV shows that are out there perform so well. And it's because people like to see what's happening when the cameras are rolling, but you've kind of forgotten they're rolling and it's behind the scenes and the hard work that's going into it. So, for example, I'm originally doing a vlog all about hard work going into me pushing Perception Studios onto the next level. It was difficult for me to continue to do that because I wanted to also keep putting out value-based content, so I stopped doing it. But if you look at someone like Goat, the Goat Agency, 
they're doing a behind the scenes vlog every single day showing the processes they go through on a, as an influencer marketing agency. And so that's kind of what you want to be looking at doing as an artist, taking people behind the scenes and showing them you working on a piece of artwork. Um, there's a lot of people on TikTok doing this, showing artwork actually being made and performing really, really well, like great things. So depending on the type of artwork you're creating, maybe you could just make lots and shorts of videos that could eventually be compiled together or a long video showing the process you've gone through, uh, what you've done to create this piece of artwork. But not only that, take it back a step and actually show the process of creation in your head, that critique, where your ideas from. I was walking down the street, I saw a leaf fall, and it came with this idea of effective print of it. And that kind of story, that story arc to that piece of content, that beginning to end story, is really interesting to people. They want to see how you've created that piece of artwork. That's the interesting part for most people. Then they see a piece of artwork and go, I absolutely love that. I'll have the artwork because I know the story arc to that piece of artwork. There's less of a connection to artwork if you don't tell the story. So what I would recommend for you, Paul, is to think about the channels where your audiences are, find where your audience is, and start creating content specific to the channel, but then putting that content in lots of other places as well so that more and more people can digest it, but putting a lot of focus onto where your audience is. So if you are a high-end uh, artist, like selling 40, 50, 100,000 pound pieces, then maybe you want to be looking at where those people are hanging out and then start creating content specifically to those channels. And if you're selling content for like art and a price, you probably want to be looking at so you can come in and help you create content specifically. But if you're a artist and creating great content, great art, but you're not selling it for huge prices yet, then look at what you can create yourself. What can be behind the scenes? And where can you put it? Instagram stories, for example, great place. TikTok is a very good place and it's age quickly and it's full of creatives. Uh, YouTube, obviously, Facebook, create a Facebook page for your portfolio of work, effectively turn it into a gallery, but every single piece of artwork has a story connected to it because you've told that story arc to each piece of artwork. So hopefully that helps you out a little bit, Paul. Start thinking seriously about the behind-the-scenes stuff and see where that can take you. Let's have a quick look at the questions that have come through um, here. Um Common man to listen, just said, I uh, hope you well. I had a vlogging revelation this week. I realized I'm trying too hard. And that's a big thing for a lot of people with vlogging is that their eye gets taken off the ball a little bit. They, no matter who you are, and this isn't against common man to Lakesman or anybody else, no matter who you are, and I was in this position myself originally, your eye gets taken off the ball by the numbers. And you see the amount of subscribers you've got rising. And you see the amount of views you're getting rising. And then you start thinking, well, I've got to put more work into it. And then it kind of eventually comes away from what it was. Got to take yourself back to that. And so I'm glad you've realized that. And I'm glad I hope your content right back to what it was originally. To be honest, I've been enjoying your content. But if that's how you feel, then that's what you've do. You're enjoying creating the content creating okay so a quick look on the screen here before we turn the next question around asking questions right now if you do have any if you're brand new to the stream stick them in the comments on whatever platform you're on uh, twitter youtube facebook instagram stick them on that 
and then we can uh, we can answer your questions. Uh, Sam has asked the question. I'm a mindset coach and would love to take my brand from local to national, like you say, to begin. It's effectively making content, Sam. As a mindset coach, right now, you are in a prime position to be helping a lot of people. Mindset is a huge thing for a lot of people at the moment. A lot of people right now sat there going, I've been called back into work, but I don't want to go back to work. Why don't they want to go back to work? There's a reason somewhere in their mindset that they don't want to go back. But what is it? Is it fear? Is it the unknown having to wear a face mask? Whatever it might be, maybe you can start creating content to tap into that because there's going to be a lot of people in this position in this situation i think going forward where they don't want to be around too many people we're going to get a lot of people who've become introverted over the last few months because of not being near people i know for me for for example i love chatting to people i love being around people but actually when i was in a shop the other day and there was a lot of people there i was a bit okay i kind of want out of this i don't want to be here because there was just too many people it was almost I'm a city boy. I was born in a city and I was brought up in a city, but it still felt like too many people. So there's, I think there's a lot of things you could be working on now, let alone in the future, that could help you take your brand from local to national. What kind of co content could you create that talks about all the things that people are going to be going through in their mindset after COVID-19? And I said, we're not after COVID-19. We're still in the situation where problem it's just we are trying to move into the new normal. We're never going to go back to how it was. It's never going to be the same. And maybe as a mindset coach, you need to be thinking about the content you could create to help people understand that, tap into that kind of thing more, um, and then off, offer your services to help people on a one-to-one -one basis as well. Because of that, don't ever be afraid to sell. Um, and and I, I'm a fine one to speak because I hate selling, um, and I hate trying to make buy what it is that i do but there is there comes a time where what you've got to offer is so important and right now it is so important i feel what i've got to offer is hugely important at the moment so if anybody out there does need um say for their social media and let's have a chat but yeah i think there's a lot you could do sam um, just make sure you're giving value find out where your audience is if you don't already know who's your avatar where are they hanging out and then create content for them start talking to them and um, creating that content specifically for them but i would definitely niche it down at the moment to you're going back to work going back into situations where there's going to be a lot of people how does that make you feel and help them with that aspect right now and then potentially move it on to whatever your specific niche might be after that situation. But um, yeah, huge opportunity for you there right now, Sam. So make the most of it. Um, right, okay. Um, on to my final question that's come through. Um, but if you um, want to ask any questions at all before we come to a close, stick them into the comments and uh, we can answer those this evening. If you are listening to the podcast which will come out after this has gone live or you're watching on the replay sticky comments into the, the sticky questions into the comments and you can ask me that question that way. or if you prefer on right now uh, on the screen my email address is scrolling across the bottom drop me an email with your question and i'll do my best to answer it either on the email or on the next live which will be on friday if you listen to the podcast my email address is in the description box below so you can go and drop me an email from there instead 
Right, last question before we shoot off or anybody else asks any more questions. And um, this one is coming through from Sarah. Um, and Sarah is asking the question, okay, uh, how do I find my niche audience? Okay, for those of you who don't know what niche audience is, it's your perfect customer, your perfect audience, your perfect like the people who you want to be watching your content. Um, and it all boils down to, and I've said this over and over again, it all boils down to who's your avatar? Who is your avatar? If you know who your avatar is, you know the kind of their names, you can give them a name, you can know you know their sex, you know where they hang out, whether they're married, how old they are, where they are in the country, you know their hobbies, all those kind of things. Once you know all that kind of stuff, then you've got a better gist of probably where they're going to be hanging out know where they're going to be hanging out that's where you start making content for them in particular there are other ways of trying to find them so once you've got that avatar and you know who they are and you're still not entirely sure where they're hanging out use the search function on the social media platforms go to linkedin go to facebook go to twitter go to instagram and search for those so for example um i try to work specifically with a lot of in America, um, specifically coaches on the one-to-one coaching. So how do I find them? I go to those platforms I've just mentioned and search for the people and then just look at the content they're putting out, follow them and, and like some of their content if it's interesting to me and that kind of stuff. Um, and then if anybody's got a question that they need to ask and they're asking it on social media, I can then dive in and, and help them out with that, that answer. Um, but you can find them. Um, they're not going to just land in your lap. Those people who are your niche audience are not just going to suddenly go, hello, Sarah, I'm here. Hello, yeah, I know you wanted me, and now I've come to find you. Unfortunately, the world doesn't work that way. God, I wish it did. It'd be amazing. I'd be a millionaire, but it doesn't. So you you have to go and find them. You have to put the hard work in. Um, so just remember, it's going to be hard work. But once you know who your avatar is, then go and find them and find where they're hanging out. And yeah, start creating content for them, start talking to them, start talking directly to them as well, um, and start creating a bit of a connection between you and them. And then dive in, going, well, maybe I could help you with this or X or Y. You just never know when somebody might potentially become a customer. Okay, we've been going for 25 minutes. The questions, we've finished with all the questions. So let me just check everywhere. Yep, all the questions are done and dusted. Um, so I am going to shoot off. And hopefully you can go off and enjoy the rest of your Wednesday evening. Uh, hopefully you've had a good Wednesday all together. I will see you Friday. Lenish, obviously, Danny Daker, um, to play. But until then, uh, thank you very much for watching. If you're brand new, please do hit the subscribe button. Uh, don't forget to hit the notifications button as well so that you get told about my content on a regular basis. Uh, and if you haven't done it yet, why don't you just share with the audience so that they can get some value from it and then keep building community with asking more questions, and then you can get more value from the questions that they're asking as well. Okay, stay safe and have a good rest of your day. See you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.